smarter, dream bigger, live brighter. This show is hosted by the dexterous diva herself, Miss Jo Gifford. Your new secret weapon for whip smart workflow, marketing mastery, social media prowess and all the creativity and technology you can handle. Hi everyone, welcome to episode 19 of Work Smarter, Dream Bigger, Live Brighter with me, Joe Gifford, the Dexterous Diva. And today I'm really, really thrilled to bring you an interview with a super lovely Ruth Ridgeway of the Lifestyle Designers Club. And we have a chat about um, how she helps women overcome their mindset stuff all around living the lives of their dreams and all that good stuff. So she's here with me today and I'm super pleased to introduce you to Ruth. Ruth Ridgway, because I got your name all muffled <laughs> up. Hello, my lovely. Welcome to the show. Um, so tell us and the people listening um, all about you. Who are you, what you do, and how your business journey came about? Oh, the business journey. Like, I literally do not have enough time on this podcast <laughs> to go through that journey. <laughs> okay. That's a, a long one. version. We'll, we'll see if we can go for a condensed version. I like it. <laughs> Um, but at the moment, um, I'm a lifestyle mentor, so I help women lead the richest lifestyle that they can, um, which basically for me and my clients means that it's not just about what money is in their bank account, it's about leading the richest life in every perspective, regardless of what's sat there or what's sometimes not um, in their bank accounts. Um, oh, Journey-wise for me, so it's been up and down, it's been sideways, backwards, forwards, wildest roller coaster probably going. Um, but for me, this has only kind of come about in the last sort of 12 months. Um, and whilst I've helped people do this, um, naturally, it's only been a business for mine in the last 12 months. I always thought I was going to be a designer, photographer solely. Um, and then I discovered a little thing called B-School and then it completely turned my business perspective up on its head. Right. And rather than doing something that, you know, I'm really, really good at and I enjoy, um, I saw an opportunity in something that's just like a natural ingrained skill that just doesn't feel like work. It's not, I don't have to force it out. It's just, that's me rather than. Right. And, and that's the key there, isn't it? Between the zone of confidence, which, you know, your graphic design and your website stuff and all that is a zone of confidence like me. You know, yep. my first business was all graphic design and it's something which I still love to do, but the zone of genius is where it feels easy. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like work at all. Exactly. And and that, you know, I often find that if something feels really super easy, it kind of feels like a cheat. <laughs> because it's like, oh, I shouldn't enjoy doing this so much. <laughs> that's one of the things I thought with the fact, you know, when this first came to me, I'm like, how how do I make this a bit? Because this is just this is just a natural, not skill, but just a natural belief mm-hmm. kind of in me. And it's like, how can I really make a business and earn money doing something that is doesn't feel like work? It doesn't feel hard. It doesn't feel any of those things like. That can be a business, really. And you have yeah. done it, obviously. This is going well now. It is, yeah. I love it. And like, I'm just attracting so many more clients to me um, naturally without you know, forcing it. Um, and then the, the right type of clients as well. So, yeah, I, totally genius spot hits nail on the head. And, you know, I know for, you know, for me, I find those spots of genius if I'm in the midst of, of creating some content that I'm really excited about and, you know, I'm getting really nerdy with making it really visual <laughs> or I'm, you know, getting excited about how to inspire people with this content, how to make it really valuable. Or if I'm, you know, on a call teaching people or mentoring people in boot camp or on my VIP stuff. So, you know, how, how do you describe that feeling of that kind of ease for you, that flow? 
Um, how do I explain it? I don't know if I can explain it. It's, like I said, it, it is just a natural state of flow. You're just, it's just, it's like you're having a conversation with somebody rather than this is work and I have to sat, sit down and I have to think about it and it's an effort. It's none of those things at all and it's, it just gives you a completely different feeling. You know when, like, just time, I don't just say that if you're working on something, it, you know, it isn't client related, but you're just working on something and you just, you find your flow all of a sudden and you forgot that it was lunchtime two hours ago and, <laughs> you know, like, oh, you know, there's like things that you had to do during the day. You're just completely in your zone, in your flow, time stands still. Um, that's kind of what it feels like for me when I'm working with people. I um, love that. That's yeah. awesome. So I was going to say what keeps you motivated in your business and what you love doing, but it sounds like you love doing your beers. I, I do. <laughs> <laughs> There's loads of stuff I love doing, but yeah, I've totally, like, that's what I said for me. You know, I wanted to design a life that I love and I wanted to design a business that I love. Um, and I have. And if there's bits I don't like, it, it's got to go or it's got to be outsourced. Yes. Uh, Yes, that's something I'm really big on, as you well know. It's kind of, you know, if something is just, you know, sort of doing my head in or I'm procrastinating over it, it's just like another list of stuff that has to be gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because <laughs> you can work so much better. So, you know, that leads me on to how do you work smarter and, you know, what have you found that really helps you to make the most of your time? So, outsourcing is one thing, obviously. Yeah, outsourcing. I know, um, I, I don't know about you and your clients and your listeners, um, but I hear a few people sometimes when they are, they can't afford to outsource um, and they're not kind of at that stage yet. And I'd always say just upgrade as you go. You don't have to outsource everything in one foul swoop. I know for me, like the thing I'll say, everybody knows this, the thing that just I procrastinated over the most was doing my bookkeeping. Oh God! Yeah. It's such a it's such a simple, easy thing, you know. Enter some figures on a spreadsheet, but did I want to? Do, no, I didn't. And at the end of a year, I just got a whole pile of paperwork that I've been meaning to do every month. So it was the first thing I outsourced, and it just feels so much nicer now. And you know, I've got a list of things that you know I want to outsource, and they won't all happen straight away. But mm. I'll upgrade one by one. Um, so yeah, you know, as your business grows, you know. You don't have to do it all at once, just one by one. I totally agree. And in fact, you know, sort of books was the first thing, <laughs> yeah, 10 years high ago when I went self employed. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> high five that one. I was like, I'm crying into my wine bottles on a Friday night. Like, no. And and so now I have a bookkeeper and an accountant. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then when I bought my VA on, it wasn't on a retainer or anything huge. It was literally just a few hours here and there. And now she's the online business manager managing other VAs. And that's like, ah. So it, it <laughs> kind of went like step by step by step. And, you know, mm-hmm. so you have to sort of get to know your team as well, don't you? And build it kind of incrementally. Um, yes. And then I'm kind of adding other other people and roles to my wish list of like, you know, personal stylist, home chef. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've got home chef, on my, home chef on my list as well. I don't really want to manifest it. One day. Home chef, yeah. <laughs> cool. So uh, what challenges have you faced in dreaming bigger and how have you overcome them, Ruth? The biggest challenge hasn't been any type of skill um because I believe that anything you want to learn you know there's a million and one resources paid free you know depending on where you want to go you can learn pretty much whatever you want to learn about business now Mm. so hands down the biggest thing I faced is me and my own mindset the only thing that ever holds me back is me and I say that to my clients when they say they've got xyz problem and I'm like no, no, you can learn that, you can outsource that, you can, you know, whatever. It, it's you holding yourself back because, mm. so, me, myself and I, that's been the biggest one for me. 
<laughs> and in fact, we were just talking about this before we started the actual show, weren't we? About you know, kind of having a bit of a rocky time yeah. recently, and, and like you know, it's so much of it. Like I, you know, I'm there myself. Often is a mindset thing, and everything comes to standstill. And if you're in a weird place in your head, it feels like you aren't getting the right people. It feels like the money stopped. It feels like everything's off kilter. And yeah. you know, once you can locate what it is that's that's kind of throwing you out and you get back in tune, it's like, ah, that feels better again, and and you're okay. But it's, you know, I personally think it's a long sort of journey of development and growth and experience, and each time you hit another level, you've got something else to unpack. Mm -hmm. I was going to say the same thing. I don't think it ever goes away. Every time you up-level or you look to expand or develop yourself and your business, yeah, it comes straight back in again. You you think you get immune to it, but no, as soon as you up-level... It is straight back in. In fact, in my last little episode of of a pity party for one, I uh, (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, it's all going terrible, blah blah blah. And then I was like, wait a minute, Miss Diva. If you look back to even how business was like Mm -hmm. a year ago, it is you know you can't even compare the two. It's like two different people, two different businesses. It's just you know skyrocketed. Like how in awe you know of myself would I have been a year ago? And yet because I've up leveled, it becomes the norm and then you know if something's a little bit off kilter you suddenly feel like oh failure so it's obviously every step of the way that's going to keep on happening do you know what there's two things to me and I think what was hang on what was the first thing that I've just now forgotten oh (laughs) (laughs) you know when it's just like the tip of your tongue and you have to feel the sense that you've forgotten it already um no I think the first thing is just understanding that you're gonna have these moments and you know sometimes they will feel super crappy and uncomfortable and all of those kind of things um, but just realizing that they're okay and just, um, you know, just, just realizing that you're going to ha- just be in, and just having that awareness that you're not the only person that goes through it at all. And I think it's this, this, every entrepreneur has this journey that they go on and they feel these feelings. So, you know, and they come. Where do you go if you need support, Ruth, you know, around those mindset things? Um, well, I've got a couple of friends that I turn to um, and... The first place, if anybody follows me on Facebook, they will know what a beach addict I am. <laughs> so they will see a million and one beach photos. So you can generally guarantee I'm either just, you know, I need, I'm taking an hour out and the beach is my favorite place or I need some headspace. Yes. <laughs> so I've gone to the beach. It's just that's completely hands down my place for it. Oh, that's perfect. Actually, what I do, if I'm in a, you know, sort of minor funk, I go and cook and, and sort yeah. of, you know, I just go and put on some music or like a podcast or the radio and just kind of go and, and find my flow somewhere else or do some art journaling. If I'm, you know, in need of support, that I reach out to some mastermind buddies and mm-hmm. and you guys in a group that we're sort of both in on Facebook and stuff and just kind of people who are at the same level as you and on the same journey, I find really useful. And a couple of friends that I just kind of either whatsapp or text or facebook them and mm-hmm. just like oh I'm having a pity party because I you know I find that you know I'm not sure whether you have a spur that you know I have a larger audience now than I've ever had and yep. I need to be mindful of sharing the journey in a way that is useful for you know for everyone listening here and for reading my blog and stuff like that I want to be honest and authentic and say hey it's not always easy like you know I have meltdowns but if I know I'm in a weird mindset I don't want to put out energy mm-hmm. that's wrong so I kind of need to seek support in a different corner of the interweb yeah I'm the same do you know what I was going to say? That's the other thing I was going to say just a minute ago because I know it's quite 
uh, against the grain. Like on blog post, on blog posts generally, it's, it's you're told if you're in business, you don't have a date on your blog posts mm. because you make them, you know, evergreen. They're just, you know, they're no, there's no, they're, no, they're not, um, they don't. What's the words I'm looking for? <laughs> they're not they don't dated. kind of, you're not dated. They don't yeah. expire. Um, and I'm like, I've just gone completely against the grain on that because I wanted all of my blog posts to have a date on them. And the reason I want that is. Mm. Well, two reasons. One, I want to be able to take my audience on a journey with me. So rather than putting on this brave face, you know, I'm starting where I am or, and then you're going to see me grow. And as I grow, I want to take you with me. But what you just said just a minute ago about looking back, you know, three months, six months, 12 months, it's so important to just take a step back sometimes, you know, get your head out of your ass and, <laughs> and just have, you know, even sometimes if I look at a blog, was three months ago and I think geez like you know look at where I've come in just the last three months so oh gosh absolutely. for me I use my blog and I got full transparency of just mm. that's where that's how much I've developed and I'm thinking I'm getting nowhere and do you know what actually I need to pat myself on the back because I've just done this in the last three months six months or whatever and that's really so, helpful for your audience as well though isn't it because by using your you know your blog in that way you're you know you're telling your story and and you're showing us you know your kind of authenticity and your real life and as you say we're on that journey with you and um you know having dates on the blog post is something that I've always done for that reason so that if yeah you know if you are reading something that's quite old then you'll realize oh you know that's from three or four years ago and obviously business has, you know, has moved on a bit since then you know, you know how I produce my content and and the style of it and everything is quite sort of different mm -hmm. and um and, and you know you've got a really interesting personal story going on at the moment and if if anyone has seen you know my personal facebook profile from groups or from anything at the moment it's it's colored pink <laughs> we love Ruth we love pink. all over it so tell us a quick you know sort of part of that story which you've been very visible about haven't you yeah i think it's been a really hard one for me because i've not you know i don't want to share everything because mm. it's my personal life um but as i said like in a blog post a couple of months ago it's it's really hard completely covering something up and putting energy towards hiding such a massive part of my life mm. and, you know, promoting living such a rich life and designing an ideal lifestyle when, you know, mine's kind of turned to crap for a little while. Um, but yeah, my partner, my boyfriend, um, last summer, he was in an accident and he's, um, he's been paralyzed. So he's been in hospital for the last eight or no, we're coming up to nine months now hopefully he'll be out next month but yeah I think it's been a it's been a, a challenge a journey emotional one and um, taking people on that at the same time as growing such a new business in its complete infancy stage as well but like oh, I said gosh pressure you know immense pressure and, and actually totally. you know, you, you're so right because I know when I first encountered you online and we were chatting I had no idea that you had this enormous like you know not secret but the, but this piece of your life that you were dealing with and of course it's personal and why should you tell all of us and you know totally get it but when you shared that you know the support for that was you know, it was massive wasn't it really? huge it like I I woke and I was really nervous like I said it, you know if anyone's read my blog post um I was really nervous sharing it because you know is it too personal to add on my website it's my business it's my mm -hmm. professional side um, but yeah, the feedback, the support I've had, especially from like the online community, has just been like, just I've just wanted to go around somehow and individually thank everyone. Everyone's been so amazing for every. Yeah, just I can't. Yeah. 
Well, that's awesome. People are just amazing sometimes. Oh, I will share that link to the post um, in the show notes, obviously, as well, so that people can kind of see, you know, what happened and, and we can obviously see yeah. your site. So just briefly, Ruth, what advice would you give to others? Oh, are we talking business? Um, I'm talking what's Ruth's little sort of, you know, what's your motto or like a mantra that's working for you right now that we can take away with us? Do you know what? I don't I don't know if I have a motto or a mantra, but I would I would just say no. Do you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna change that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I don't know if I have an official one, but I would say for your audience and the thing that I find most of my clients that I help them with is them giving themselves permission to want what they want. So I see so many women. Um, oh, I I do this as a business. I don't know. I'm a I'm a web designer. Mm. But oh, I'd really love to do branding instead because it's the creative side rather than the building and technical side that I love. But oh, I don't think I'm going to get clients in the branding side, so they put a pause on that. Or they've got a launch and they want to, you know, have a hundred people sign up, oh, but I'm never going to get a hundred people, so maybe I should just limit it to fifty. Mm. And they they just they put restrictions on themselves. And I just want to say, you know, whatever it is, the type of breakfast you eat, the <laughs> day you have, the business you have, give yourself, you know, listen to what you want and give yourself permission to want what you want. Because that's what I see people stopping themselves doing. They don't even give themselves permission to get it off the ground. Oh, I love that, Ruth. That's going to be a huge help, you know, to me certainly and to, and to everyone listening. I'm sure that's a, such a good quote. I'm going to pull that one out, <laughs> stick your face on it and put it on the other interwebs. <laughs> so listen, thank you so much for being a guest on this podcast. It's been awesome to have you. Just give us a quick snippet of what you're working on you know, right now and where we can find you. Okay, so you can find me at thelifestyledesignersclub.com and in the pipeline at the minute I've got coming next month, next month even, um, is my Lifestyle Designers Playground. And I haven't given too much away with it, about it yet, but um, what I have given little snippets away is basically a whole year of fun, lifestyle designing, experiments, adventures to really create your happiest ideal lifestyle. Oh so my gosh. Next I'm- month. So in. So as we said, next month, I'm, I'm recording this now in March 2015. So we're looking at April 2015 for the Lifestyle Designers Playground. Um, I'm going to say be there. That just sounds brilliant. Um, <laughs> Ruth, thank you so much for coming to speak to us. No thank worries. You and all the best with your future stuff.